Alright guys, welcome back to episode 4 of season 3 of Snow Speak Sports. I'm your host, Sarah. Today's episode, we'll be looking at the Madden ratings and talking about the Pirates draft, 2023 draft. Alright guys, the first segment later, we're going to do the Madden 24 ratings, or of the ratings that have been revealed. So, so far, they've released uh, receivers and... Uh, safeties and then edge rushers and defensive linemen so those are the ones that have been released alright so 99 club we have Justin Jefferson of the receivers well deserved uh, he should have had it last year um, he is 92 speed 93 93, that's not accuracy, does it? 64 strength, 93 agility, 99 awareness, 98 catching, 76, what is it, carrying? And then 98 overall, we have Tyreek Hill. Travis is going to have 99 speed. Uh, right below him at 97 overall is Devontae Adams. And then this is the one that makes no sense to me is how is Cooper Cup of 96 when he got hurt last year uh, in the middle of the, or was it the middle of the season? He got hurt last year. And he gets a 96, and, uh, Madden 24. Let me see, I think it was the middle of last year he, uh, got hurt. Oh, it was week, yeah, in the middle, week 10 he got hurt, and didn't play the rest of the season. So I don't know how that gets a 96. And then right below him, Stefan Diggs has the same uh, rating at 96. I would probably put Cooper Cup at a 94. And then maybe during the season, put him up to a 96. Alright, then. Jamar Chase uh, at, at 94. Alright. Um, and then we have the safeties now. We have Derwin James at a 95. And then right below him. I think Minka Fitzpatrick right here should be a 96, higher than uh, Derwin James. No, I'm not biased because I'm a Steelers fan, but I just think if you look at what Minka's done over the past uh, couple of seasons, you look at his stats from last year. He had six interceptions compared to 
Derwin James is. Derwin James is two interceptions from last year. So I think Derwin James should have a 93, and then Minka Fitzpatrick should have a 95, 96. Justin Simmons of the Broncos is right below him with a 92. Um, yeah. And then Kevin Bider at a 92. I'd say Kevin Bider should go up at least to my 93 just because of how bad that uh, Titans defense is. All right, now we're back to the receivers. We have Terry McCollum, McLaurin at a 92 for the Commanders. A.J. Brown at a 91, which I don't know why he's not higher after the year he had last year for the Eagles. Um, if you look at his stats from last year, I'm pretty sure that's what Madden's going off of, of last year's stats. He had 88 reception, 1,496 yards, and 11 touchdowns. Compared to what, well, what did Jam, I think compared to Jamar Chase. Chase. Jamar Chase had uh, what did Jamar Chase have? How many touchdowns did Jamar Chase have last year for the Bengals? He had let me see second I need to pull, find him. He had 1,087 receptions, 1,406 of nine touchdowns. So I don't know why A.J. Brown's not 94 and Jamar Chase is 91. Amari Cooper at 91. And then we're back to the safeties. Jesse Bates at uh, 91. It's interesting to see how he does with that Falcons defense. Uh, Tyron Matthews the 91 but I don't know if he should at least be a 90 to let's see what he his uh, with his first year with the Saints he only had three interceptions in his first year at the Saints but he is also Buddha Baker I think Buddha and Tyron should switch um, it shows you, I think Buddha's really, especially with the how bad the Cardinals are going to be, I think Buddha should deserve a higher. And now we're back to the receivers. C. Lama at 90. Harrison Smith, another safety for the Vikings at a 90. I mean, he's playing on a bad Vikings defense. 
Jordan Porter at a 90, Mike Evans at a 90, Debo Samuel at 89. I think Debo should at least be a 90 for what he does in that 49ers offense. Keenan Allen, uh, 89. I think he could bump that up for the Chargers. Now, since he's going to have two different receivers that could help him. Uh, Micah Hyde at an 89. Tyler Lockett at an 89. DK Metcalf at an 89. I don't think Jamal Adams should be at an 88. He should at least go down to at least an 80... 84 because the pat I think the past two years I mean because he got hurt last year on week one I'm pretty sh he got hurt last year on week one and then obviously last year's stats aren't really going to mean anything and then uh I think the Previous year, yeah, he had, what, the previous year he had, um, only two interceptions, but he played only 12 games his past two seasons, so I don't know why. He should go down to just because he hasn't been able to play that help stay healthy. Um, Jalen Waddle on eighty eight for the Dolphins wide receiver. Marcus Williams at an eighty eight. Mike Williams at eighty eight. Williams at an eighty eight. The wide receiver the Chargers. Almond Ross St. Brown should at least be an eighty nine just because that Detroit Lions offense runs around him so much. He's like their number the He's the Lions number one target. I mean he had one thousand yards, one hundred and six or seven or six touchdowns. I mean, I don't know how Madden ranks him so Antoine Winfield in eighty seven the safety for the Buccaneers. Devontae Smith I think got a huge boost from last year's game. Uh, Jimmy Ward for the Texans, the safety. Quandre Diggs for the Seahawks at an 87. T. Higgins at 87 for the Bengals. Brandon Ayuk for the 49ers at an 86. Chris Gowan at an 86 for the Buccaneers. DJ Moore, I think, should be at least in 90, just because he's now the Bears' number one wide receiver. Uh, Kyle Duggar, the safety for the Patriots. Tulonona Hufunga, the safety for the 49ers. Uh, I feel like he should at least got a 89-90 just because of what he did for the Niners defense last year. I mean, his stats last year uh, were uh, 
I mean, just his stats, he should. 66 solo tackles, 2 forced fumbles, 4 interceptions, 9 pass breakups. I mean, give him at least an 89. Not Calvin Ridley didn't even play last year. He had an 85 to start the um, Madden 24. Um, he should at least be an 82 or something. Especially for somebody that missed uh, a whole bunch of time last year, or missed the whole season. Christian Kirk deserved an 89 or 85. Eddie Jackson, the safety for the Bears. Michael Pittman Jr., 85. Odell Beckham Jr., I don't know why he's an 85. Um, he hasn't played in two years. So why does he automatically get to start with a 89, 85? Yeah, cause the last time he played was, uh, yeah, he missed the whole year. The last time he played was 2021 for the Browns and Rams. So I don't get why Odell gets to have an 85 when he starts out. CJ Garner Johnson and 84 the safety for the um uh safety for the Lions formerly of the Eagles now these two I think deserve an 85 more than Odell Beckham Jr. deserves an 85 if you just pull up the stats from Olave and Wilson, 1,000 yards, and then I'll pull up Garrett Wilson's numbers from last year, because that's what the Madden bases their ratings for this year came off of last year's stats. 83, 83 receptions, 1,103 yards, 4 touchdowns and 13.3 yards and we'll also won offensive rookie of the year and then 72 receptions 1042 yards four touchdowns average 14 point so I think those guys deserve Olave and Wilson deserve an 85 instead of Odo Beckham Jr. Yeah. Michael Thomas at an 84. The guy hasn't been healthy for the past two years. Uh, Adam Thielen, a new, the new Panthers wide receiver at an 83. Brandon Cooks at an 83. Gabe Davis at an 83 for the, the Bills. Um, who else? Jerry Judy for the Broncos at an 83. The new Panther safety, uh, new Deontay Johnson really is an 82. I don't get why are they so disrespectful to the Steelers players this year, every year. Even though Deontay didn't have a touchdown last year. I still don't get why he doesn't deserve to be 
higher. I mean, he had, he was dealing with a new two different quarterbacks, a rookie Kenny Pickett and a Mitch Trubisky. I mean, even though zero touchdowns probably sticks out and be like, well, he's an 82, I would at least give him an 84 just on his route running ability and being able to get open. Alright, now let's pull up the Steelers uh, rankings. Cam Hayward at an 83. That's, or 93. That's disrespectful. I don't know why they... Are they judging him because of his age? Because he's 34, going to be 35. The dude still put up 10 sacks at half sacks. Minka, I already talked about. Alex Heisman had 82Y. Who else? Who's a higher edge rusher than him? Or right outside linebacker, you're calling it. Uh, 82, really? Did you not see this guy's stats he put up? He put up. He put up. 14 and a half sacks, and that's without TJ Watt being in the lineup. George Pickens, I understand that 80 because he was a rookie last year. Allen Robinson at 79, maybe because he lost a step. Marcus Golden at a. They still show Anthony Miller on the roster, but uh, he's not on the team anymore. Uh, Calvin Austin, I could see at a 70 just because he didn't play last year. Keanu Benton at a 70. I understand that because he's a rookie. Um, who else? Hakeem Butler, I guess I could see why he's a 65. He hasn't played in the league for a while. Alright, that big one that pisses me off is TJ Watt at 94. Even at, who cares if he, what his stats said last year? Where is Miles Garrett? This fucker better not be higher than him. Of course he is. Stop dick riding him. Madden. What the fuck does freaking Miles Garrett have to do? What is he better at than TJ Watt's not at? Why does Madden love dick riding this guy? Wow, he had 16 and a half sacks. Oh, so what? TJ Watt owns the record of uh, 22 and a half. When was the last time Miles Garrett ever put that up in his career? Let's find his stats. Alright, tax sacks. 7. 13 and a half, 10, 12, 16, 16. All right, now let's pull TJ's stats up. All right, we're gonna ignore last year. Fuck last year, just cause he, he just look at st seven, 13, 14, 15, 22 and a half. All right, how does he not, what, what does TJ Watt need to do to deserve a 98, 99? Because Aaron Donald gets it every year. 
Miles Garrett's my fucking becomes a 98 every year. Because just whoever the Browns and the Browns is sucking off the Madden people. Nick Bosa, just, I can see why he's a 98. Because he won Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, Micah Parsons, obviously. Chris Jones, probably one of the best D tackles for the Chiefs. I mean, the only thing I don't like is why the hell is Miles Garrett higher than TJ Watt? TJ Watt should be at least a 97. And Miles Garrett should at least be a 94. Because he does not have Defensive Player of the Year strapped to his name. So I don't get why the fuck does Madden ride him so hard? And I'm pretty sure, I think TJ and him are like the same stats-wise. Alright, let's see. Aaron Donald definitely deserves a 99. Best interior defensive player. Uh, who else didn't I mention? I probably skipped over a lot of players. Demarcus Lawrence for the Cowboys. Hassan Reddick. I mean, he was on a good defense. That, that's, he deserves a 90. Alright, guys. That includes the Madden ratings. Alright, in the final segment, we're going to be going over the Pirates uh, draft signing stuff. Like, of who they signed so far. Uh, they picked... Uh, what? In 20 rounds, they picked, uh, what was it? Like 14 of, like, their picks were pitchers. Alright, so far, they've signed, uh, they obviously picked one of the LSU players. They picked Paul Skeens, the pitcher, right-handed pitcher from LSU with the number one pick. They were able to get him to sign for $9.2 million, which I was reading on Twitter that that is surpassed what the Tigers gave Spencer Torkelson for the the for the Tigers number one pick what they signed him for. And then they signed uh, Mitch Jeb, a shortstop. But I read a lot and um, watched a lot of stuff saying, or during the draft coverage, they said he could play outfield. So they signed him for 1.65 when the, and then they signed, uh, Garrett Forster, uh, a, f a first baseman from Oregon State. They signed him for 775000 And then here comes the pitchers. Uh, Carlson Reed from West Virginia. They signed him for six hundred k, And then Patrick Riley from Vanderbilt. Uh... 450k so they 400 400 
55060k and that was the full pick value. Then they signed J Aiden Woods from the University of Georgia for 271k. Okay. And then they signed Austin Strickland, but MLB uh, Network, MLB.com is not showing that the they signed him. Yeah, so I'm gonna have to go to the Young Bucks Twitter. It's Y O N. I'll tag them in the podcast so that I can shout them out. Uh, they today they signed uh, Garrett McMillan. I think was he's the fourteenth round pitcher from Alabama. Here's Jaden Woods, like I mentioned. They he signed today. Uh, the seventh round pick from the Georgia Hunter. Furtado, the another pitcher from Alabama, signed today. See that um, MLB draft tracker might need to update that. Um, and then obviously the big one was Paul Skeens. Uh, the funny thing is the timeline they say for Paul Skeens to be up is next year. Um, so there's a chance he could come out pitching for the Pirates and being the starting rotation next year. Either he starts in the minors. Well, all these draft picks, I forgot to mention, that signed are going are to start in the Florida Complex League. And then yesterday, I guess, Charles McAdoo, which is Bob McAdoo's cousin, he signed with the Pirates. He was the 13th round pick uh, out of San Jose State for the Pirates. Uh, there's Austin Strickland. See, they didn't update the MLB draft signing tracker. So that pick was originally for... Uh, 216, but I don't know what he signed for. There's Garrett Forster, like I mentioned, the first baseman from Oregon State. Um, he signed uh, who else did signed yesterday? Was that it? We saw some debuts. I mean, the Pirates are now going to the youth movement. They called up uh, Andy Rodriguez. Uh, they called up uh, Andy Rodriguez and Quinn Priester. So now the Pirates have... Uh, I think they said, like, some blank of their top prospects up on their roster now. So basically, half of the Pirates team has no MLB experience except for like a couple. So they called up 
two, their number two prospect, number three prospect, number four prospect, number five, six prospect, number seven prospect, number sixteenth prospect, and there's a chance that maybe and number twenty three prospect. So that's all their prospects. So they have a total of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven total prospects on their major league roster that have no MLB experience. So I guess we're going to deal with the aches and pains, obviously, of what they're doing, but I think this is what they needed to do. Obviously, just because of the way the team has looked the past couple of weeks. Um, yeah, so all the people that have signed so far, uh, Austin Strickland did sign. So the, they'll get sent to the Florida Complex League, and that's where they'll start their career. And then they'll go from there. Uh... So far, they spent a, a total of what? On, uh, on their draft so far. So. Uh, hold on. Where is it? Let me see if I can find it. So yeah, uh, um, PiratesProspects.com has a more updated signing tracker. So they have Paul Skeens, yeah, he signed, yes, for 9.2. Mitch Jeb from Michigan State, 2.1.65. Uh, Garrett Forster is they list him as a third baseman at uh, seven, seven, f 775000 I think the Pirates might move him to first. Uh, Carlson Reed uh, signed for 600000 Patrick Riley signed with the Pirates from Vanderbilt. Out of Vanderbilt for the full slot value at four hundred fifty thousand six hundred. Uh, Hunter Furtado did sign, uh, but they don't have that updated yet. Jaden Woods signed for MLB Draft Tracker said he signed for two hundred and two hundred seventy-one thousand. 300, they say 273,800 for the full slot value. Austin Strickland signed, yes. Uh, Landon Tompkins, the right hand pitcher from Louisiana Tech, signed for 15,000. Garrett McMillan signed with the pirate, the right hand pitcher from Alabama, signed for 150,000. 
Charles McAdoo signed with the Pirates. Doesn't say what the slot value was or how much he signed for. So, so far they've signed 10 players. The total estimate bonus is paid uh, $13 million. Draft pool bonus remaining. Uh, they had a pool bonus of $16 million. They spent, now they only have $3.2 million. Money available for overslot deals, uh, $1.3 million. So basically, overslot deals, they basically can give to, like, one of these high school kids they drafted. So, like, this Xander Muth, uh, a prep pitcher from high school, so that they could get him away from his commitment from Mississippi, Oral Miss. Uh, I've read on Twitter somewhere that this uh, Daniel Covet, who they drafted, is not going to sign with them. He's going to... He, going to Miami. Uh, these two other, the, their last couple of picks, uh, it does, I don't know what their slot value is. Picks 11 through 20, it doesn't say what their slot value is. Alright guys, that concludes this episode. Uh, make sure you guys follow us on Instagram. It is sans.sports uh, Make sure you follow us on uh, Twitter at SandsportsPod. Uh, make sure you guys follow Young Bucks, uh, the Pirates uh, Twitter account. Uh, it is I'll link I'll tag them in the Twitter post, and then I'll also link uh, the Pirates prospect website that I used on the uh, to find all that stuff on the Twitter alright night